Hey everyone, and welcome back to What Happened to Us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. And this week it's a Nate and Hugh hour. It's a oh, it's that kind of week where we dive into things that we normally don't uh, or do. Weight loss, dietary restrictions as of late, mm, weather, some GOP nonsense, some language barriers that occur over in Europe, the retirement of Tom Brady. You know. Kanye West pops up back in conversation, so that's fun. Always is good with those rabbit holes, so here's the show. Protein shake? Yes, giant green protein shake. How is the weight gain going? I lost a pound. Oh, good, good. I'm actually, I'm actually working in reverse here. <laughs> it's a problem. Oh, uh, what the hell are you going to do? Um, try to drink more of these. I, uh... I don't, <laughs> Bill got a um, a neutral bullet as a gift from a client, right? Like it, you know the blender. Um, so I've been. He doesn't use it for shit. He doesn't care. Right. Uh, so I have uh, been using it to make these smoothies, and uh, I've been like putting just like whey protein. Mm. So I, I, these are all blueberry, banana, spinach, whey protein, and chia seeds and almond milk, which actually makes a delightful combination. But I'm like loading it with the protein just because yeah I need to gain weight, but it's it's not taking. Sounds it sounds fantastic. I guess there are worse problems you could have. Like I I feel bad complaining that I can't gain weight because but because a lot of people have trouble losing weight. But you know what can you do? Yeah, not much at this point in time. Try and gain weight the best you can. Yeah, I might just resort to the uh, the uh, t- the old you know I've been trying to find like healthy ways to gain weight. You know, and that, that, which there are ways, you know, uh, but, you know, like uh, I've seen increasing like protein eating. I've seen eating more cheese and potatoes, which that sounds delightful. I'm not upset about that, but maybe I'll just have to go the old tried and true way of just eating the just worst shit in the world and lots of it. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Oh, you know, like, like two pizzas per day or something. A little sugar doesn't hurt. I can't really do sugar anymore. I mean, not the it's so weird. Like the entire the entire length of our friendship, you've you've known this about me that I I just don't eat like baked goods. Like I don't like cake. I don't like cupcakes, pie, any of those things. But I always like candy. Like not chocolate candy or chocolate. I didn't eat chocolate. But I always liked you know like candy like Skittles, Starburst. That you know the fruit kind of candy. Right. Um, but ever since I cut sugar. Yeah, sugar's gonna this... cut a lot of weight. Like, well, y- yeah, yeah, but now, but I've reversed now, where I've I've grown a taste for the baked goods again. Like, I, now I love cookies and ice cream, whereas before I went ten years without having either of them. It's amazing how cutting booze out will do that. You know what? Exactly, as you you know this better than anybody. Uh, sugar is a fucking. Uh, it's it is a, drug. a major it replacement. Is, it is a drug. I know. I mean, I. I have a, my sister-in-law, um, my, my brother's wife, uh, is recovering alcoholic. Right. Like, she's, she's like AA sponsor, everything. Like, she is a sponsor. Yeah. She, that's, yeah, she told me that's like, like, she, after she quit drinking, it was all desserts. Like, that all she ever wanted was desserts. Um, but now, yeah, now I like all that stuff. But the weird thing is, is I don't like candy anymore. Like, I tried to eat Skittles the other day. It made me sick. <sighs> like, it actually gave me a stomach ache. I'm like, this is weird. Maybe it's the kind of sugar that you're putting in. 
Well, yeah, but I used to eat that kind of shit a yeah. lot. Yeah. Try the saltwater taffies. I do like saltwater taffy. Yeah, I do. They're fantastic. Can't leave them around me. I'm like, uh, I'll go through a bag in a sitting. That's also, I'm, I'm sorry. Possibly why drink. I'm in the pre-stages of diabetes. That is, okay, that's funny you say that. Um, I am very curious. I have a, uh, I'm getting blood work done in the next few days for okay. an appointment next week where I'm getting blood, you know, just like all the, it's an annual physical uh and i have to do all this you know all the that's all the lipid tests it's your your glucose levels your cholesterol all that stuff and i'm very curious because i always was like in that pre-diabetic range like where my glucose my blood sugar was always high so i'm hopefully i'm hoping that it's gone down i can't see why it wouldn't but who the hell knows no but Um. yeah it's uh that's that's another one of my issues is that um uh it's the impulse control like i can't trust myself to get like i would i now that i've developed a taste for ice cream again Mm. i'm loving it and now i'm probably having see now that's a good way to gain weight just eating ice cream that's what i did yeah that's a good yeah there's no is there such thing as too much no i don't think so i just uh uh, since okay so for the listeners out there i did go to the doctor not that long ago under the advisement of my significant other uh and, and, and that's the way it happens yeah that was my my first like you know as you know yeah. several years ago my first doctor appointment in some time yeah no and so uh i came back as just like 0.1 over the normal stage so it wasn't like i'm like they're just like oh you're pre-diabetic they're not yeah. diabetic i have to tell people i'm like no i'm not diabetic if i just control my urges of eating non-stop sugar i'm fine um Easier said than done. Exactly. But, you know, at the same point, it, it actually hasn't been that hard. I haven't bought ice cream for myself uh, for the home, which would go in a night. That Like a pint that's, would be gone. That That's exactly what, what my problem is. Is like I will go to like, uh, you know, like Jenny's, you know, they have Jenny's ice cream. Uh, there's I love that. There's one nearby. There's an L.A. There's a place called Clementine's that's really good. And, you know, your typical like, you know chains of like baskin robbins whatnot i'll go there to get like a scoop or two and like a cup because i trust myself with that more even though that's more expensive yeah like a pint you're paying for one scoop of ice cream at jenny's is the same as an entire pint at the store but i don't trust myself to have a pint because i will eat it one sitting yeah whereas at least if i have a cup with one scoop i know when i'm done i'm not going to go buy a second one i know when i'm done that's the that's my snack What's... And I feel I, I I do the same thing with the candy. Like I said, I'll I'll go to like stop by a Seven Eleven or something. I used to grab mm-hmm. a, a pack of Starburst, a pack of Skittles. Because if I buy a bigger bag and bring it home, oh, it's I'm gone. Gonna eat, I'm gonna eat the whole thing. So yeah. it's yeah. No, I think the like the little sleeve is a yeah. I'll buy yeah. I just yeah. It's all gone. It's a bad it's... habit. It's a bad habit. But like you said. It's not you. Alcohol's the worst habit. So uh, agreed. Yes. Although I mean, you, some people might make the argument that sugar is equally as bad for you, but I think in the long term, it's probably not. Well, quite alcohol as bad breaks down as sugar in your body. True. The alcohol is sugar. That's a good so, point. And it, and all the it, like, you say what you will about sugars and candies. They're not destroying your liver. No. I don't. I don't think. Well, they're kill, they're killing other parts of you. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, Easter. Oh, the good times, the good times. And we do apologize for missing last week. 
yes. not a not a medical emergency, but a little bit of checkup. Nate was required to help out because there was also yes. a blizzard going your way. There was, was there was a blizzard that um, that never really uh, came. Uh, it was we've had a bit of a. I mean, I mean, we're, I we can't re- I can't really complain if you've seen what the East Coast is going oh. through right now. And Texas, Texas is going through some well, shit. Well, Texas is getting. They're just going to be like, oh wait, this is going to happen again. And like, it's, this is going to. You know what? The, it's they, it's their own fault if now, they weren't. Now they get what they time. deserve because like, it's a year. It's a yearly thing. It's not that um, it's just a yearly thing. Is they've done nothing to fix what happened last year. Oh God, no, no. Like that. If you expect. I don't, you know, if you expect Republicans to govern yourself, good luck. They're they're more focused on the. Have you seen all these tweets like from, it, you know, it's not from, not you know, it's from the the Texas and and not even always Texas. It's just GOP Congress people, mm-hmm. but it's mostly ones down in Texas that uh, Marsha Blackburn, I think, she's Tennessee, I think. Yes. They uh, and Jim Jordan was even tweeting about it, and he's nowhere near the border. Uh, in oh. Ohio, Ohio, I guess Ohio's. Yeah, there's lake. there's a, so a plague of people coming in their way. So. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because that that illegal immigration problem in uh, Cleveland is is you oh know, yeah crazy. Yeah, but they they keep tweeting these things like record amount of fentanyl seized at the border, and they're trying to use that as an ex- as as a way to say that the uh, the border crisis is a crisis. Except that the fact that it was seized is a good thing. Yeah, they don't like like they in their minds they think. 70,000 pounds of fentanyl seized at the border. They think, oh, then how how much do you think is not getting through, you know, not getting seized? And it's like, no, getting seized means the, the doing, they're doing working. their job. Yeah. It's working. And, and they don't, but again, they know, they know the difference. They know what they're saying is bullshit. They're just counting on their followers not knowing that it, you know. And they don't. No, 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 no. And what was I thinking about today? Which was just kind of like, I'm just, it's just depressing. Uh, um, yes, yeah, I can't. I've gotten to the point where you know I, I I always say it where I'm like I'm done with Twitter. I'm not even going to go on anymore because it's just too much. I've gotten to the point now where I'm actually following through on it. Um, That's because not not only is it just a cesspool of bat, you know of just awfulness and despair, and even in my own little echo chamber of people I follow, I get way too many of my people that I follow, like news organizations that are re- that are i i don't i i could go and mute things i've never actually muted a topic like i've not muted trump i've not muted things because i was just always kind of going on the uh the assumption that if i don't follow any of those things they will most likely stay out of my feed but the problem is is they don't because all these organ all these these news organizations and people writers and things i follow they end up retweeting these awful people uh-huh. well more often than not the ones that are the ones that know what they're doing they screenshot it because if you obviously if you yep. retweet if you read well you can't retweet trump anymore but you know if you're retweeting a jim jordan tweet but you're but the reason you're retweeting it is you're quote tweeting it and telling right. him what he's wrong about you're still quote tweeting and means he, meaning he gets the engagement but if you screenshot it that that means nothing for him no um it's but uh, it's yeah. yeah it's all just kind of bad it's just there was a funny thing that popped up uh one of those committees that jim jordan created uh he's created a the super wep- weaponization wep- of the federal government he created a super uh democratic seated in the wording of it like because there's only currently 12 like what is it it's 
uh, three Republicans and nine Democrats, and they worded it where it's supposed to be 21, but they worded it as 12. So they've kind of cut themselves off at the foot. And so it's going to be seated a supermajority was the word I was looking for. A supermajority of Democrats Wait, on, they, the, on the, the thing. Wait, they, they, the were, they, they did 12 by mistake? Yeah, they wrote it in as 12 instead of 21. So it was supposed to be 21, and it was supposed to be only nine Democrats on a committee of 21? Yes. And they that's hysterical. Jim Jordan so, worded it, so go figure. Uh, that so now, the, now this, bullshit, so this bullshit committee that they only created to um, investigate the investigations yes. uh, is now— Purely seated by like, Democrats. They, they really the are majority. The, the, they are the gang that can't shoot straight. It is they are the, remarkable. It's a— amazing how, how stupid and I, I i don't like we're using the word stupid very often but it's it, i i know gerrymandering has a lot gerrymandering has a lot to do with a lot of these things of how these people get elected and it's amazing how you know you, we but there's no way of going back i don't think like where we could just it's so hard to it is it's so hard to change the maps but it's so hard to well it's hard to change the map so so no to just to go be, back to, to the the brick system of what it was laid out to initially instead of oh, having yeah, like Donald yeah. the Duck with a gun and like for a district and you have oh, like a Oh god what a is um, where... yo have you seen Jim Jordan Jim That's Jordan's Jim... district is is yeah it's insane it looks and then like there's a duck. A, uh Dan Crenshaw down in uh down in Texas who oddly enough has become more tolerable over the last few years he's actually not super maga even though he was you know famously eye patch of the eye patch he was like you know he was very vocal with super right-wing things but like he's actually gone against trump which is kind of refreshing but his his uh his district down in texas is a fucking horseshoe it's shaped like a horseshoe it's like this doesn't yeah. and in the, the horseshoe part not surprisingly the inside part that's been cut out is the uh black population i think i believe he's outside houston and basically the entire if if if, if his district had stayed like a square it would be predominantly black, but of course they cut the black part out because they're not going to vote for Dan Crenshaw. No, no, it's yeah, yeah, and somehow Crenshaw, who was a staunch Republican, like MAGA esque, mm -hmm. is now a rational Republican, which I don't think exists. And that's the other thing that he people have to realize. He seems it. He seems it. Like... it. The same thing with uh, Cheney and uh, what's his face, the guy from Michigan. Oh, um, well, you, uh, you talking about Kinsinger? Yeah, Kinsinger. Kinsinger. He's Illinois, Illinois. But he's, he, he's gone. Yeah, no, but no. they're like, oh, everyone's like, oh, they're rational Republicans. I'm like, they still voted in no, staff with yeah, Republicans. They, they just they, had one moral purpose. They're rash, rational relative. It's relative. Oh, it's yeah. all, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kissinger. Uh, is it Kiss Kissinger? Kissinger. Um, Kinsinger? Kinsinger. 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 We're confusing it with Henry Kissinger. Kinsinger. Kinsinger. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he seems absolutely reasonable in the way that he talks about politics. You know, J January sixth yeah. and Trump and all that stuff. But then you, but then like, everything else. Are, he's in a moral. Yeah, pe people are quick human. to be. People are quick to being like, you, you, they'll, they'll show his his voting record and be like, "Is this the guy you really want us to be run praising? by?" They want the, the I mean, next yes, is the presidential. He's, he's, we agree on the on the one on thing the on the insurrection stuff and the Trump stuff, but yeah, he's not. Otherwise, he's he not didn't even vote that. to Trump uh, impeach Trump. No, yeah, like, um, which is where I'll give credit to Mitt Romney. That 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 vanilla piece of plastic. He um, he as he not only he he's backed up what he said. Like a lot of these 
a lot of the Republicans say things, but like you said, vote differently. Mitt yes. Romney's actually stuck to it. I'll give him credit for that. Uh, he's still horrible. Yeah, but he's still, he's not saying one thing and doing another. He's still like he, at least as far as this stuff's going. Yeah. Then we got Susan Collins. Uh, uh, oh, God. That woman. Hell, even re even recently, McConnell seems somewhat rational. Re again, relative. Well, they, McConnell uh, created this beast, so yeah, and, and he can no longer control the beast. Yeah, so that's the funny thing that I everyone's like, "Oh, this is great for us," and it's like he he's our puppet, and then you're like, "Oh, wait, the Bob is running the asylum." Yeah. So he's like my my analogy of that would be uh, like in Spider Man Two, mm. he he's Doc Ock McConnell. MAGA and Trump is the like the, the nuclear arms? reaction. Oh, he was, okay. No, not oh. the arms. The reaction. Oh, the sun thing. The, yeah. yeah, the sun thing he was trying to control. Uh, and then, what it, you know, uh, spoiler alert, the end of Spider-Man 2, it gets to the point where it's it's too big and self-sustaining that he can't control it anymore. So that's MAGA. So like yeah. McConnell tried, but he created it in the first place. So you can't give him credit because he, he created it. But, but, it, but anything you see recently, like everything that McConnell's been saying is fairly rational. Um, cause he even, he knows that, that, that it's, it's, they're a nightmare. They're a nightmare for everybody. It's nothing's going to get done in the next two years that I can tell you. Like if anything, oh, no. the rich are going to get more money at the end of the day. Like it, people, people are looking at it almost like a, um, if you, if you're going with the glass half full way of, of looking at it, the fact that they're going to spend the next two years eating each other. And doing these absurd investigations and investigations, like more Hunter Biden shit and all that, at the very least, the way you can look at it is at least they're not going to start. They're not going to. Well, they're not going to be able to, but they're not going to actually try to legislate. No, they because can't. That, that they're incapable of legislation. And then... No, no. The, all they're going to do is fight, which means that nothing's going to happen. But in, in in the case with these guys, nothing happening is better than bad things happening. It's. It's like the things that they were putting into the, the vote, like where the president couldn't use the oil reserves to lower the gas prices. And they're like, they complained. They ran on the fact that the gas prices were so high until Biden was able to lower the prices by releasing it and then got money back, oh, made oh, yeah, money on the deal. They, yeah, they, the, that's the funniest thing is that they complained about the high gas prices. They tried to run on high run on inflation and high gas prices. Biden didn't pull that trick with the, the reserves where he lowered the gas prices and was able to like sell back yeah. the gas to make a profit. Yes. And it, it now now that the, the GOP didn't know what to do with that, because not, what they were saying, what, what they were going as an attack ad now turned against them. And now they're trying to blame him for doing it in the first place, for, for, for even for going into the reserves. Yeah, it makes zero it's, sense. It's like oh, and they they can't. It, this is this is what's going to be their huge problem with with abortion and Roe Ro v. Wade is that they've run on that for so long. No, they don't have it now that it's gone. They've got it's the same. Yeah, they got nothing. They get they don't know what's run on anymore. Oh, guns. Because, that's what they run on. Oh, that that'll always be a fight. But it's like um, uh, I think they've won that fight. By the way, yeah, probably. Um, you know, I, I I don't see that that changing anytime soon uh but it's it's very kind of similar to um uh the before la got uh the rams and the chargers la was always just a, a, like a leverage for te other teams that one day get new stadiums wherever they were 
Like no matter what, you know, any team in any city that wanted to try to get a new stadium out of that city would always threaten to move to LA. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, you don't want to build a stadium. We're going to move to LA because they, because everybody knew that LA deserved a team. And so that was a valid threat. But even though, even though you really knew they weren't going to, but then LA finally got a team like Cronky actually followed through with it. Like he threatens to leave St. Louis without getting a stadium and he actually followed through. But now that LA has the team, no other team can make that threat. So now they're like, oh shit, now what do you do? Where do we threaten to move to now? Europe. That's going to be weird. I know it's going to happen eventually. Although they've already, like, uh, they were saying Goodell kind of leaked, leaked on going to Europe uh, this past month or so. He talked about. Uh, four or five teams like creating a division in Europe. See, that's, that's the thing is that the scheduling, because honestly, if we're talking distance, the different, the distance from like New York to LA is not any different than New York to from New York to London. It's It's not like in terms of travel time, the time different. See, that's the thing is that, and if if you start talking about West coast teams going to England, yes, that's, that's huge. And so what they would do is I don't remember how many games they've been increasing slowly the oh, number yeah. of games in London each year to it used to be one a year I think now it's like three or four a year they went to Germany uh, this past year too they went to Germany they they've done games in Mexico but that's obviously not as big a deal um, but yeah but the the way that they would always schedule it is any team that played in London would uh, would have their next week would be the bye so they yeah. get a week to recover from that uh, the jet lag and everything. But if you have a if you have teams permanently there, the scheduling is just going to be a nightmare because you I don't think it'll work out. You can't give everybody a buy the week after they go. Although I London. think they would if, develop two buys system with that. Yeah, but that's interesting when you say an entire division over there because that actually makes sense. But are you so you, are we talking about four teams moving or four brand new teams? Four brand new teams. Because there was always I mean there's been talk for years which, when Shad Khan bought the Jaguars because he's. Well, I'll move them to London, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's British, isn't he? And he's Pakistani, but I think he's Pakistani-British. Yeah, I think so. I'm not 100% um, on that one, so. So he would be, like, the obvious one. And, frankly, because for the first several years of them moved, playing in Europe, playing in London, um, they uh, they would send bad teams. They wouldn't, they wouldn't send, the, in the same way that they don't have the good teams play on Thursday night. They have the bad teams play because they don't care if the bad teams get injured. No. Um, so the it seemed like the Jaguars were like every London game was the Jaguars. So, but it, but that it, it owner actually was. It, like, that owner wants to be there. Um, I mean, is I don't they keep doing that, but like I mean, I I don't know if you know any better, but like, do they like American football? They do. It's it's actually been I I, very I know the game I I know the games do well. Yeah, but a lot of those are American expats. You know, no, there's like, there's a lot of fans. There's a lot like uh, you'd be surprised. I was uh, I was watching something about this, and it's like there's a lot of Bengals fans. Interesting, because of the helmets. Interesting. Well, let's think about it. It is the coolest helmet, I believe. It is a pretty sweet helmet. I did see some. Uh, I think it was on Levitzfire. They were talking last. Oh, they were talking to Ron McGill, the animal expert, saying that wouldn't it be cooler because every line stripe is different? If every helmet, the stripes actually were different. Of course, the NFL is no fun, so they wouldn't allow you to do that. But it would be actually kind of cool if this entire time you, you nobody actually noticed that every single Bengals helmet was slightly different. Um, I didn't, and and it's it is profit. I know you like you said it's profitable because I believe all the 
in the beginning they were playing i think they played a few games at wembley but um but mostly now i think now they're all at um at tottenham uh the what's it hot yep. Spurs stadium or Spurs stadium whatever it's called whatever it is yeah. um which is you know obviously in london but that's a brand new this huge stadium because uh-huh. um so they actually have the exclusive deal with the NFL. So all the games are at that stadium. So I'm sure that's very profitable for the owners of Tottenham. Who is that one of the teams that's owned by a foreign country? Because I know I yeah, I know Man City and, and Newcastle and I don't know who owns Tottenham. Don't know um, either at the present time. It's hard to keep track of all this. It really I saw, there's so many. But, it's just like Well now that now Man well Man U, I guess is but Man U's, I don't know if it's officially for sale, but it is for sale. But you want to, you want to go have these on that? I think I last I, think I heard we had about the money. Eight, eight, eight billion. I think it's at. Uh, we, we, we yeah. couldn't be, we couldn't be worse than the the was it the Frasers? Uh, we couldn't couldn't be worse, right? Oh, I, I don't. I actually can't be can't be worse. Yeah, they want them gone. Like the fan base is just like we're over this. They don't love American owners over there. I've noticed. Uh, although I guess if your owner, if, if you have a very, I, I don't see how as any the fan of any team. If I think the we've discussed this before, the best owner in the best owner you could possibly have for your for your team is an owner with like limitless money which obviously is saying a lot but you know you have you have certain owners over there who have a lot of money and like like a steve Ballmer. but also you you want somebody with that kind of money uh, but obviously it also has to be in a sport without a salary cap like steve Ballmer being the richest owner by oh, yeah. multitudes doesn't mean a lot because you can't in baseball that would mean everything um but uh you you want an owner with deep pockets who preferably stays out of the way so like I think there are a few of the I think the the the, the Fenway group that owns um, what team do they own? Is it Arsenal? I think it's Arsenal. The yeah. like the owner of the Red Sox. I'm pretty sure it's the Henry Henry or yeah the, Henry Hen- yeah John Henry. Um, they by all accounts seem to be pretty um, like they don't they they don't have their uh, the, okay so the Spurs the are up for sale. From my understanding, and it's like a it's a publicly traded company, so it's really? like sh- shareholders. And currently, e- like ENIC International Limited is the has eighty five percent stake in the. Because I didn't know that they were I the um because with them they they talked about like pur- purchasing a team like Tottenham is more of a real estate venture than anything else because that stadium that area that the deal with the NFL is so profitable that it's almost like the team is an afterthought. It's kind of in the same way. Remember what uh, Frank McCordo and the Dodgers, mm-hmm. um, he, he started by owning the, the parking lot for Dodger stadium, which if anybody's been to Dodger stadium, it's a, it's the only place you can park. You don't have a choice. Well, you can park it, a bit away down Silver Lake and walk in. It's a hell of a walk, but yeah. you're right. You could. I've, I've always done that. Oh yeah. I walked from my apartment in WeHo to Dodger stadium. That took a while, but it was, and it was all uphill, but yes. But for the most part, unlike other stadiums where like there's, there's. Cronky owns Arsenal. Just so oh, you know. Oh, Cronky owns it. Then what, what team does Henry own? Is it, it's not Chelsea. Liverpool. He owns Liverpool. It's, I believe you're right. It's Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It was a, it was a red yeah, team. Yeah. Henry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was a red team. Um, but yeah, like, so Frank McCourt owned the, owned the parking lots 
which basically were more profitable than owning the Dodgers. Like that was so some a lot of times the Dodgers like the team is an afterthought. Although it's very like I, I outside of maybe hockey and I maybe MLS, it's very hard to not be profitable owning a team. Like they just they just print money. Uh, um, in America, or are we talking about in like the the major sports in America? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like you don't if you own a baseball team, you own an NBA team, you do not lose money on that team. They just don't. They appreciate so much. They don't like you know. I mean, famously, Jerry, um, uh, Jerry Jones. He, he bought. Granted, this was in the eighties, but he bought. Didn't he buy the the Cowboys for like sixty million dollars? It's something absurd. Oh, the Cowboys. It was the Cowboys. The Cowboys were nothing at that. I mean, they, they I had mean, a history, but they sucked when they, when but, they took over. Yeah, they had, a, but they had a recent history of being terrible. Yeah, in the seventies they were good, but in the eighties they were just god awful. So he bought them at a discount, and now it's you know one of the most valuable franchises in the world. Um, so it's it's hard to lose money owning a team, unless you're like somebody who like had to take out huge loans. Like the the guy who owns the Marlins now is not making money off the Marlins because he he bought it for way too high. Kind of like you know Elon with Twitter. Yeah. I'm just it's it's very interesting that I was looking now, now that you've opened this. Uh, per, who owns what? I, I there was a website like obviously it's probably just Wikipedia, which it is. Uh, being like, oh, who owns what? China owns a lot of teams. That's like, not surprising. But it's, is it is it like um, like the government? Because you know, like the thing with the Saudis, they have that uh, that bizarre thing. It's called like the I believe yeah. it's called the the Saudi Public Fund. They own which Newcastle, is which, right? which is yeah, yeah yeah. But but the Saudi Public Fund is the government. It's like the government's like State slush owned. fund. Is what they... Yeah, so literally the Saudi government owns teams. But in China, is it like Chinese corporate? It's not like no, the Chinese it's, it's actually government. individuals. Okay, yeah, because I mean, obviously, China your, your squad is owned by three Chinese. Yes. 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 It's, um, there is okay. There is the China Media Capital and CITIC Group that have a stake in uh, Man City as well as something called Silver Lake. Now, that's the Abu Dhabi as well. That yeah, I was gonna say. I thought I yeah, thought the they, yeah, um, that's the main shareholder. That, that's eighty one percent. Yeah, because uh, the yeah the. the their sponsorship and their stadium is that company that name whose name I, I Todd, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like E I T H A D or something uh, like that. Oh, here I we think go. it's a, they have a, I was like, I'm like, do I, do I go into the national leagues where uh, Wrexham is at? Wrexham's having a moment right now. They, well, Hell, Rob, Rob McElhinney had a hell of a weekend. He was he was exhausted after the Eagles and I mean Wrexham didn't win, but they came damn close. They did indeed come close. Oh, I was I forgot. There's a there's the Newport, uh, not the Newport, the Man U boys own a club in League League Two. What's the Man U boys? Uh, the class of '99 or whatever it was. Uh, Phil Neville, Gary Neville. Oh, Nick Butt, really? Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs, and David Beckham all have ten percent stake. They each have in this one club called Salford City. There was a documentary on it in uh, on Netflix. It's got some really? value to it. It's at two point nine billion dollars. See, now, now that's the way to go if you want like low lower stakes, but still make a. But you can you know to. I mean, that's kind of what 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 Mac, Rob McElhenney and and Ryan Reynolds were going for. Like they didn't they. They they admit as much that they didn't really know the history of Wrexham. Well, it was Nate. You know, it, yeah. I, I've just recognized one little thing. 
if we're if we're gonna go buy a club, I, I say we go for some homegrown talent in Newport County, because it's a supporters' trust, much like Wrexham. It's owned by really? the fans. New, your your squad is my squad is owned by the fans. Is it, is it really? Yeah. Now that that doesn't always work out well. Like part of the the problem with Wrexham is that when that when that was going on, they were not. No, that, well, they had an ownership. Like the, uh, Newport's an interesting club in general. Like they they almost went up to League One the last couple of years. No, they're not. They're struggling, but not in the worst spot. But uh... that was fascinating. That um, that video you sent me of the the old school. Uh, uh, uh. It was like a video from the look like the sixties. Uh, I did not. It was, I, I believe it's the fifties. Was it? It was in it was in color. Um, but yeah, the fifties or sixties, just based solely on the the cars and everything. Uh, I did not realize that Newport was like one of those, you know, border, you know, that was oh, like yeah. past. It was going back and forth between like who's what, which country is this in? Yeah, I did not know. I did not know that. Oh, well, it was a big. Uh, obviously, it's a big trading area, like. It's I guess town. I just was not I was not familiar with, enough with the geography of, yeah. of Wales and England to know where exactly New. I mean, obviously Newport makes sense that it's a port, uh, but that's interesting that like there was art, you know, that the even it seemed like even within the city, uh, people were deb- arguing over whether it was Welsh or English. Yeah, no, it's all, it's one of those the southeast regions were always kind of like this. Uh, it's like illegal to speak Welsh. They didn't like want kids to be speaking Welsh in school there. That's for certain. So like the the language was pretty much killed off in that region of the country. That's why my dad doesn't speak it, uh, or or my mom. Well, my mom wasn't raised by, you know, Welsh speakers. My grandfather was, uh, but my grand wasn't. So my grandfather didn't speak the language. Really? Like he wouldn't talk. Like he knew it, but he wouldn't speak. So it's one of those. I so I like. Is I'm just trying, you know, you just, I mean, it's obviously people who speak English are the worst because they just assume everybody's, it's why the French hate us. They just, mm. every, it's it, Americans and anybody, in anybody English speaking who just assumes everybody speaks English, which for the most part in Europe, that is fairly accurate. Right. Um, uh, everyone speaks English, even the Welsh. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, Welsh will be a first language in the West. Country. Like, I'm, I'm sure there are parts of Wales where, like, the smaller towns, villages where, it's only Welsh, right? Uh, like, no, no, not... no. They'll speak English as well. They're they're taught well. Like Welsh is their first language usually, and then they're taught English. And English okay. is just kind of like, you know, it, everyone speaks English. It's just that's a that's how if they um, don't like your attitude, they will just speak Welsh to you. That's how like Sweden. Uh, I assume probably a lot of Scandinavia, but I have a good one of my best friends growing up would go to Sweden occasionally, and he said like, yeah, nobody there speaks Swedish. They all speak they all speak English with that barely an accent, right. but they they can switch to Swedish if they want to talk shit about you. Yeah, but it's like, but then your other country, and that's what, again, that's like I said, that's why the French hate us uh, because we just assume that. I mean, the, the, most of the fr- people in France do speak English, but they don't like that you assume that they speak English. I I always I tell anyone who ever goes to Paris, I'm like, try, just try to speak. Oh yeah, oh no, no, yeah. You you hear the stories about the, how? Oh my God, I went to France and they were so rude. And it's like, no, if you make the smallest, the lightest of effort, they. And I found this in um, in Montreal, like Montreal is you know Montreal is is. No diff. Like if you go to French, can, French can, French Canada, um, they they are no different. I mean, they're no different. Oh. 
I lost you again for a second. That was weird. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can hear you fine. It's like for like, it's just like a little like for a second. I, now I have to leave that one in because uh, that, that's <laughs> for me to make those. I like then, that. Yeah, I like it. Then you try. Uh, but yeah, in. no, no. If you make, if you just make an effort, like even so much as like saying bonjour. Yeah, like they'll because they know sorry. right away. They they know if you're struggling to speak French, they obviously know you're struggling. Um, so they will ha- they will be friendly. Yes, they will. Friendly er. Yeah, friendly er. Like I, I've never had an issue, but I haven't been back there in. I a while. only went. I only went once when I was in college. It was delightful. Oh yeah, you did the Monaco um, thing and. Did just... the Monaco did the Monaco thing? Uh, the only time I've been to Europe, in fact, I've not been to a single. I mean, if, I guess Monaco is a separate country, but I've only been to France and Monaco. I would love to go to the uh, go to the you know your your home your home town. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, go back. I gotta go. Ireland, back. Ireland, go visit Sinead. That'd be delightful. that'd be that'd be lovely. I would actually like enjoy doing that. I haven't been back to Ireland since I was like six. Really? It's been I'm a sure, long I'm sure, time. I'm sure, it's sure it's changed sure, a bit. I'm sure I'm sure nothing's changed. Just like I just remember taking the uh the ferry over and being like, Oh, you have to use this like I was playing an arcade game and my dad's like, Oh, you gotta you couldn't use a pound coin uh at the time. And like you had to use an Irish pound, not a pound pound. I believe that was the current yeah. whatever the currency of Ireland was. And I don't know if it went by the pound because now they're obviously the euro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just kind of like well, I did not know we had to change the coins because America, America. I was like, uh, what sick. does um does does Northern Ireland use a British pound? Yes. Okay, I figured because that would be weird if if different parts of the United Kingdom use different currency it would be odd. Uh, I mean, kinda. I, the The Isle of Man, which is part of the United Kingdom, sorta pseudo. I think it's kind of its own entity. It's. Uh, Kind of like Luxembourg, almost. They have their mm. own pound, but they're also a tax haven. Yeah, it looks delightful. I was. It looks like a delightful place. I've always wanted to try and do a, a series on the TT. There. What's like, the TT? The TT is a motorcycle race. No. Oh. That they have it goes throughout the it goes around the island and it's uh, the deadliest race there is. Like that makes sense. People die every year racing that now they use hell i mean that's the monaco grand prix people used to die quite often Mm. but then they 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 fix it's hard to you can only make a motorcycle race so safe yeah you know Uh, there's a reason why doctors refer to motorcycles as uh you know organ donors yeah uh because they are uh, god especially if you is now is this like one of those gt races that you see on like uh, you watch on a Saturday afternoon where the guys are doing knees to the ground, or is this more old school motorcycle race? Uh, there's in, there's, Island, Island there's several categories for it. Cause that's insane. Watching those guys that go down like on their, you know, that are almost parallel to the ground. Yeah. They'll like, do the, that. that. They do that. That shit's insane. Yeah. So, and when you see one of those guys wipe out, it's like, yeah, we saw that coming. Yeah. But that's also on a track. This is on the streets of oh, yeah. Isle of Man. Like they're going through the town. They're like, they're like, you know, doing, Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And then you have like the sidecar racing. So th- there's literally motorcycle racing with sidecars built for that. So there's some idiot that's not controlling anything but all the weight between the so two. So there's two? There's a guy on the motorcycle and one in the sidecar? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. You know how we joked about that. I'm like, I don't think we do that, Nate, because we die. I don't, I don't trust Probably. Us. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I have to look this up. That's uh... There's some crazy photos of it like back in the day. Yeah, it's just the um, Isle of Man TT. That's it. So good to know it'll pop up if you look but um well we in in all this this discussion of especially i i i had the off ramp right there at at john henry but uh uh we should you know wish a nice send off to tom brady sure Uh, good luck enjoy your your millions of uh dollars hundreds of millions of dollars he did you see the video that he posted yeah just him at um, the beach just being like he seemed sincere but it is odd to me and a number of people have noticed this is that his his quote on his air quotes retirement last year was on this exact same day february 1st 2022 is when he retired the last time so people are like is this one gonna stick i guess we'll see he seemed pretty sincere in the video and then I don't know if you saw uh, Giselle commented on the video, wishing him luck. And it was, it was on its on the surface, it'd be like, oh, that's nice. She's wishing him luck. But also, you could just read into it and be like, this is there's so much shade here, so much shade. Mm. Was was I'm sure they had issues in their marriage before. Yeah, yeah, but this so, was a so major th- one. She wanted him to retire after his last championship. In right, England. right. So so people are like, you know, people were quick to say, well, do you think this last year was worth it for him because he lost marriage and everything? And it was just a shit. I mean, they, he went to the playoffs, but with an eight and nine team, like it was not a good team. Um, I would say this, uh, since she can't touch his Fox money, not that I don't think she should get any of his money because she makes more money than she he makes did. more. I am pretty sure they had a prenup. Oh, um, well, I, you'd have to, but I don't. I don't understand what the dividing up of assets. If you're like a multi, you yourself have hundreds of millions of dollars, and then he has his own money. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. a point where I'm like, have your own money. You guys don't mm-hmm. need money from the other person. Like the child support that Kim Kardashian is getting, like what is it, two hundred thousand a month. Yeah, from from Kanye, Kanye. Did she actually no with it now based on his net worth that 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 number might be going down like now, how know, much money has he lost since all, all his madness he's now. no longer a billionaire well yeah i knew that much after losing that adidas deal fire me um yeah in the in the uh, the balenciaga oh god he so he's married now yeah i saw um, that which is to uh to an australian woman uh with an awesome name bianca bianca sensori Okay. Um, but she's Australian, despite the very Italian name. Um, and he's he kind of disappeared for a little bit, and then all of a sudden he was married. Um, and he, so he's been out in public a little bit more lately. He was at Balenciaga last week, in in, in I believe it's on Rodeo. It's in Beverly Hills. I think it's on Rodeo. Right. Um, shopping on a shopping spree with his new bride, uh, which is very funny that he was shopping at Balenciaga, given that that they they cut him fairly quickly. Uh, so now he's what he used to get for free or get paid for. In fact, now he has to pay for himself. But being being him, uh, and he just can't get out of his own way. Uh, I don't know if you saw the if you saw any of this the, this, but he was the shirt he was wearing when he was shopping in Balenciaga was a um, it, it had the old the German oh god the, the symbol of the German Reich, which is not technically. Nazi. Not the, the German Reich was the name of the government from 1870, like one, all the way through the Third Reich. 
So when you when you hear Reich, you just automatically. You know, I think Reich just means um, I can't remember kingdom. It means some. You know, it, it it's a name that the Germans used long before. That's why the Nazis were the Third Reich because there right. were two Reichs before that. Um, but he was wearing the symbol that Germany did use before the Nazis. But at the same time, it, the Nazis used it as well. And then it, it, the shirt had that symbol and then also said Bundeswehr under it, which is the name of the um, German military. Um, but so on its surface, you're like, if anybody else was wearing that shirt, you would think nothing of it. Because it's like, oh, cool. It's a historical German shirt. But with him, it's like he's just I mean, I don't even know at this point why he's not just flat out wearing a swastika shirt. But with, with him wearing that was as close as he'll get to wearing a swastika shirt. Because you know he's doing that on purpose. Oh, it's uh, yeah, military inspired t-shirt. Yeah. You know, again, if you or I wore it, nobody would think anything of it. But him wearing it, it's, it's, he's, there's, there's, there's layers to it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like, you like, throw in yeah. the fact of what he's wearing of the military boots, the black cargoes, and the yeah, bomber yeah. jacket. Yeah. Yeah, not not the greatest. Yeah, he, so he is not, um, he's not lightening up. He's not, he's not trying to, bat, like, he is, he's going full bore ahead. And to the point where they said that, and this, uh, I'll give, oh, this is something I wish we would do here, sort of. Um so like Australia, so he wants, I guess, wants to go visit his wife's family in Australia. They're they're in the Melbourne area, mm-hmm. I believe. I believe. Um, and so, the, but the talk is that he actually will not be allowed to, because because the Australian government reserves they they have the uh, we reserve the right to refuse service rule about their entire country. Yeah, like a lot of countries have. You know, if you're if you're Canada, how Canada has this. If you're a convicted felon, they will not let you in the country. Right, and this this has become an issue for like athletes. Like same, there are several NBA players that are not allowed to play in Toronto because of their criminal record. Um, but like Australia, like Kanye doesn't have a criminal record. He just has these 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 anti-Semitic views, and that's enough for that the foreign minister of Australia is like, yeah, we won't let him in. So he is like basically cannot go visit his wife's family because they will not let him in the country. Uh, uh, and we don't, we don't really have that here. Well, no, I guess it is—it's not easy to get a visa here, I suppose. No, but it, only... but anti-Semitic views wouldn't be one of the things that keep you out. No, I think it's very well accepted within this country. Yeah, if you're white, sure. Yeah, yeah, or not. Yeah, the... there, are, there are plenty of guys who are just like uh, self-hating and. Oh no, no, absolutely. I'm just saying that if, if you were trying to get a visa to come to the U.S. and you were white. They'll they'll put up with some racism and anti semitism. If you're if you're not white, that you're gonna have a, a it's gonna be a, a tougher hill. Yeah, I'm just thinking like out. Yeah, yeah. It's just oh, it's all kinds of fucking weird, Nate. It's all kinds. Of... Yeah. <sighs> well, uh, on a light. Yeah, on a lighter note, what do you got? Um, hold on, stand by. I had something. My brain is oh. not working. My brain's not working anymore, so I have to. I have to write things. I basically become. Um, what was um, what was the hit the memento? What was his the character's name? Was it Stanley? Oh God, Stanley I, was I, in. I, I, um, that was from Stanley. Well, Stanley, the from, Stanley Ipkiss was the mask. Well, no, I think it's um, Stanley. Uh, from uh, what was the hackers movie with uh, Hugh Jackman? Stan, oh, sword, swordfish. Yeah, they use oh, yeah, they yeah, say yeah. his name like 
if there was a drinking game, if you, any young listeners out there that still drink, uh, if you, all the young people drink, all the young people drink, let's see. I believe so. Yeah. There's a lot of mementos now. They made more than one. Yeah. I think there was a TV series. What was it? When did it come out? Like memento was like 2000. We were in college. I know that. Anyway, his character's name isn't all terribly important. But I basically become that where I've lost my short term memory has gone to shit. I, I am gonna need to start tattooing things on myself to remember them. So it's 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 only a matter of time. Um but yeah. Oh, oh so I yeah, the um the have you seen the, the new net the Netflix policy that they're trying to enact? Which to uh to curb uh password sharing? Oh, what's that now? So, like, um, you know, for some time, Netflix has had a bit of an issue with the passwords. Because Leonard was his name, by the way. Leonard Stanley. I was not in anywhere close. Uh, Leonard, that makes way more sense. Um, so uh, Netflix announced a while back, like a few months ago, that they were really going to cur- you know, try to curb this password sharing because they're, they're losing a shit ton of money. They're, they're, their business model of paying whatever, paying, like, just, you know, they... they yeah. Too the, much you know, money they're, for they're, they're paying uh, Chappelle $100 million. They're paying other people $100 million. You know, they're buying, they're paying for these $100 million movies that you're, you're like, what kind of return are you getting on these? Because outside of subscriptions, you're, you're not getting a lot back. No. Um, you know, you're not through it. It's one thing for a $100 million movie to be in a movie theater where you can recoup that in like ticket sales and, and things. But like Netflix you're not it's gonna be harder when when you don't have as so i can understand why they want to curb the password sharing because if they're only getting like 15 dollars a month from me and i'm sharing my password with five people they're obviously that's not good for them um but so what they're doing now so they've been talking about this for years but a few months ago they said okay we're now we're finally going to do something about it and this week they announced their new policy is going to be um that in order for multiple, um, um, like uses of one account, like yeah, I'm just um, multiple screens. like devices. Dev- that was the word I was looking for: is devices. For multiple devices to be uh, logged into the same Netflix account, they have to be in the same, literally the same household. In the, in that, all your um, all the devices have to be on the same home network. Like the same Wi-Fi network, so and, so and to the point where the, it's going to re re uh, recycle itself every thirty-one days. So you'll on any one device, you're going to have to re log out and log back in at least once every thirty days. And and all the all the devices have to be on that same network. So essentially, in these literally the same household. Um, and so you won't be able to give your passwords out. Uh, and and they're 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 curbing the number of devices. So right now, I guess there's there's four levels of of, of Netflix. There's the basic with 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 ads. That's the, your lowest level. With that, you're allowed to have one device hooked up to it. Right. There's then there's the basic without ads, which is like a couple one screen more. at a time. That is still one. Now, if you get up to the, I believe this is the one I have, the sixteen dollar one, which is not pre- premiums the highest. I forget yeah. what they call this one. The $16 one, you can have two devices. If you I've, go up to the, the premium, you get four devices. I've gone down. I, I got, I have <sighs> T-Mobile, always fun. I've changed my plan on T-Mobile to allow more lines on. Yay. 
but by doing that, they also gave me, I get free Netflix, like one screen. I get like the basic for yeah. free. So I'm like, well, okay. Do you, you at least get it without ads? Or yes, I get it without ads. But I'm like, okay. I have to drop, like, well, I'm not paying for Netflix now. I'm paying for it via Time sure. T-Mobile, but I'm saving my, whatever the fuck it is. Well, however yeah. they got me, and then they hose me on everything else in the process of this. I'm like, they're like, you're saving $50. I'm like, no, I'm not. That's what they do. I was paying, I was spending $90 a month on everything. Now I'm not paying $90. I'm paying a lot more for everything else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys are bullshit. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. So. So I appreciate uh, the candor of lying to me, but uh, um, fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's what they're doing. So um, so you can share. So you can share within a household, but the, the, all the devices have to be in that house. Now I'm sure. Now the thing you're probably thinking to yourself is, wait. So I can only watch Netflix at home. I can't. Well, I can't like watch it on. You know, if I'm in a hotel, you know, I can't take it with me. Like you know, if I'm traveling. Um, and the answer to that is yes, you can sort of. So if you are traveling and you want to use your Netflix account on, on a device that you normally would use on at, at home, they will issue you a temporary password that is valid for seven days, but it is only valid on that one device. Huh. So, so you can, so yes. So if you're on, if you're taking a trip longer than seven days, you, Netflix will only work on your, on your laptop for those seven days. And so, in theory, this will work in terms of, of of keeping control under sharing passwords, but it's going to bite them in the ass in the in the long run because I, I've seen a lot of people in response to this, like on Twitter, saying, "Well, I'll just get rid of Netflix." They're like, "This, you know, I I had and I'm the same way. I have I have I pay for Netflix every month, despite rarely if ever using it, but it's just like, oh, I'm going to use it because it's there, yeah. you know, like you know, for the." Like, in fact, a few days ago, I, I showed um, my parents um, uh, a John Mulaney, one of the John Mulaney specials because uh-huh. my mom really likes John Mulaney. So it's like, OK, that's on Netflix. That's cool. It was the first time I used Netflix in months. Um, so with this new policy, in theory, Netflix thinks they're going to be getting more subscriptions, but they're probably going to lose it because a lot of these these casual, casual Netflix people are going to be like, eh, I'm just going to get rid of it. Yeah. I'm like, now I have it. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, if I'm yeah. going to get rid of something, I don't know what. Like, Peacock, the reason I have Peacock is popping up right now. It's Six Nations is this weekend coming. Yeah, so Pe- I'm like, Peacock, uh, for my footy, I'm not, I can't get rid of Peacock. I, and it's um, not expensive. It's like five bucks or something like that. So it's Oh, yeah, yeah. And same with Paramount, Paramount Plus. I, the reason I have Paramount Plus is Champions League. Yeah. Um, which again, probably not worth it in the long run, given the Champions League is so you know it's throughout the year, but it's it's occasional. Um, Hulu, I don't use Hulu, but I but but I have the same thing you do. The Hulu, I have the, the, the Hulu, the ESPN Plus, and Disney. So it's it's they're all tied together. It's thirteen dollars. Uh, I'm like it. I my bill are still less than cable, so that's what only comes down that matters to me. It's like as long as it's less than cable, I'm fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, but there's you know there's something to like you know I've discussed many times. It, there's something to just be able to, and you could do this with I I used to do this with Hulu as well and and, and Netflix and just throwing a series on like I'd throw Family Guy on in the background and just have them play. But it's easier to do that when you just have cable because you can just mindlessly turn on ESPN and then just yeah. you know look up and be like oh that's on that's cool. But yeah. 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 
All right. Well, I guess it's uh, that time of day and eight where we end this episode of whatever thoughts that were going on today. Uh, I think we've 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 covered some a great deal of things. Yeah, we covered. Well, um, you know, when Tom Brady uh, ends his retirement in a few weeks and announces he's coming back, this will all be moot. Yeah, well, yeah. All of it's moot at one point, isn't it? It's true. Yeah. There was even there was even talk already of uh, the he, they had, Fox had to release a statement saying that he will not be working the Super Bowl because oh, it was kind of Greg it was Olson. kind of assu- it was kind of assumed being like, wait, because. It, it, I guess it's been widely reported to the point that it is factual that he has that con- he has that deal yeah, contract, Fox, yeah, yeah. ten years, thirty three hundred seventy five million. But no, but but the the stipulation of the contract was basically like he has a standing offer whenever he stops playing. Technically, he stopped playing. Fox has a Super Bowl coming up, but they're not going to turn it around that fast.